So we're finally out of lockdown and everyone's probably a literally so unfit that they have no cardiovascular or muscular definition for just staying up to 4am watching Netflix and eating all night or B you've just gotten like really big C you've gotten really skinny or D if you were lucky enough to actually have access to working equipment to train or E all of the above maybe but if you're any of these don't worry I'm here to um give you a few solutions on how to get back into a rhythm of training and getting lean for the summer because I know summer shredding inverted commas is a thing and everyone loves, loves to look good in the summer loves to look good on the beach and you know just for them two nice days in Ireland the year you know it could might be effective because you know since I don't think festivals and all like that are going to happen but um let me think let me think how to get shredded or lean or how to lose weight or even if you're the opposite where you want to pull on muscle or gain a bit of size but let me start off with the simple one because i think everyone wants to lose a bit of timber after you know six months of a harsh lockdown and a christmas and all that as well so let me think so number one i think everyone knows this it's like your bread and butter that's to create a calorie deficit which is eating below your maintenance calories so say think me for example so i'm about about 75 kilos at the moment um i'm my maintenance is probably about 2900 calories i'd say considering but depends on your activity levels like if you're like if you're a fair if you're an athlete like that'll be maybe the same as me or a little bit more or depends on your metabolism as well or if you're kind of like sluggish and lives a very sedentary lifestyle where you don't really do much it could be a little bit, a little bit lower but 2600 but regardless you'll lose kind of like you have to find your kind of base point and then after that you drop a couple of hundred calories the rule of thumb is that you drop 500 calories but i don't really agree with that because well i i do well reasonably i do but i like when i cut weight or try to be lean i like to kind of slowly do it like i'd rather than whole marathon not a sprint kind of thing because i'd rather like feel good while losing weight rather than like doing one big drastic cut where i feel like shit i won't be able to maintain it so for me personally, I like if I was to cut, I like to do say a two hundred calorie deficit, and then kind of cut down over time, and then once I kind of reach a level where I'm happy, at, I'll maintain that. But obviously, my goals are different because I'm competing in a show in September, so I'm kind of constantly have to go beyond my have to get out of my comfort zone a little bit. But for me, so say my you could be different. Say if you're Ninety kilo, your maintenance could be a little bit higher than mine. So you, yours could be three thousand. But the only way to know what your maintenance is is to track your food, to track what your maintenance is, and then if you eat, like say, three thousand calories, and you go down a weight, that means you need to increase to maintain your calories. So your weight doesn't change, or vice versa. If you if your weight goes up, that means you've eaten a bit too much, and you need to lower them again. So it's just simple stuff like that. I recommend my fitness pal because my fitness pal is very it's it's one of the most accurate trackers i think seen i've seen the fitbit one that most people use and it's that it doesn't really make sense what half the that doesn't really work for me i'm much for my fitness pal can scan food labels and it kind of gives you your you can put in your stats and it kind of works off there but yeah that that's basically a starting point you just know what your calories are how much you need to eat how much you know you should avoid and stuff like that and then 
macronutrients that would probably be the second most important but not really important to be honest i like to personally as long as you hit your protein intake which you know the science or the what's the the rule of thumb is one gram per pound of body weight so just multiply by what you are in kilos by two essentially and that's kind of what you're meant to be eating and then i like to fluctuate my carbs and fats now obviously i on a high carb intake because i do some training so it's more energy for me but and carbs are a lot more attractive to the eye like well fats are like carbs have a lower of lower calories and fats like or fats have nine grams um nine calories per gram of fat so that's why a lot of people typically have lower fat diets lower ish i say so yeah and, and and the thing is carbs are like your main fuel source of fuel so that's what you need to provide energy unless you're in a keto diet where you have no carbs at all and just providing fats which is a totally different topic altogether but no i wouldn't recommend the keto diet by the way um and yeah so basically i like to have protein and kind of be flexible with carbs and fats but it depends on the end of the day like um yeah then when you want your macronutrients so it's your carbs proteins fats so your protein is four calories per gram and carbs are four calories per gram while fats is nine and alcohol is a tricky one now alcohol is seven grams or seven calories per gram and i know drinking is a big thing in ireland so and i know the pubs are back open so i can't really be like don't be drinking but because realistically people are going to be drinking but my advice would be if you're going to drink alcohol and um, have kind of spirits like say rum like captain morgan's or vodka um like try avoid the beers and the and the stouts and on uh, the wine because like that really does like added unnecessary unnecessary calories but if you do insist on like drinking alcohol that night like try keep your protein intake very high and keep your carbs and fats moderately low and if you're working out that day it's best to just do high intensity cardio because it kind of fucks up your your kind of fucks up your body the next day if on that day because like say if you're like, it, like obviously alcohol impacts your recovery so say if you're going to go for a max you know personal best today it's best just to just not do that and wait like a few days after you drink because if you like do that hit your pb and then go drinking like it's your recovery will be impacted so you won't be be able to hit that again like straight away well that, for most people you can't so i'd recommend just a bit, a bit of cardio and i know a lot of people like to do like a pre-body workout or do like a pump makes it look as nice as possible but Funny enough, for lads, like I, I, I often say you should train legs. Funny enough, before you should um go on a night out because like legs kind of, you know, it increases the, what's the word? Um, increases, not increases. Um, it improves the flow of testosterone in the body because if you're doing like arms, like you can, yeah, sure, you're gonna get pumped for like an hour, but it's gonna like make them look really flat and sore. But if you do legs, it's like you're gonna have a best bang for your books you're working the most muscle groups which in turn increase your testosterone so i know girls as well girls like to do like like leg and glute pumps and all that kind of stuff so you know we're kind of we're similar but different but yeah um then basically if you're drinking alcohol just then maybe train if you don't want to train if you're in bits don't train the next day but like most weekends in irish gyms all gyms close like early afternoon so if your gym if you have a good gym that actually stays open till like 10 o'clock 
on the weekends then maybe go in the evening but you know don't obviously kill yourself you're going to be a little bit hazy and then yeah that's calories alcohol uh, macronutrients micronutrients of course that's like your your vitamins and minerals you can get them from supplements or if you eat a variety of fruit and veg that should be perfectly fine as well obviously kind of eating what you like rather than because if you have a diet or eat foods that you like you're more likely to stick to that rather than just eating shit and blowing up and ruining all your progress so it's better to have a diet that i wouldn't even call it a diet because diets are like things that are like temporary but if you have like it's a like a lifestyle not lifestyle or like a way of eating is like a lifestyle or lifestyle that's similar to your eating so if you're eating relatively foods that you enjoy like say it's better to have okay let me take this for example say it's better to have um 80 percent whole foods 20 percent treats every day rather than having 100 percent whole foods five days a week and then 100 percent shift food down on the weekends because like it's, you're basically canceling all the progress you made during the week so i would not recommend that i i much prefer the implementation of having a small treat maybe once a day and then have it on my whole food sources like but like i think as well though if like we are creatures of habit like after all i don't even crave much sweets or junk anymore i'm i just feel like shit like it's kind of like it's like it's like a study with your gut bacteria like what what you eat reflects or represents like how your stomach reacted like the gut bacteria reflects your mood like you ever like eat something shit and you like really bad brain fog or you're really bad like like really bad really bad mood or you're in a food coma so it's just it's just a load of, load of sodium and just kind of kind of ke- like chemicals and ingredients you just don't really need in your body and then like other and like at the end of the day it's all about health like your health is number one like health is why we're doing this and like i know like some people could look good but they might feel like shit and at the end of the day like healthy mind healthy body healthy body healthy mind kind of it's like a yin yang kind of thing and then that's basically like the micronutrients. I think I touched on that to create a calorie deficit, just find your maintenance and to go 200 calories over. But obviously if you're trying to build muscle and put on size, I wouldn't recommend the whole seafood diet because, well, like I seafood, not actually fish diet, but because I think like when people bulk, they tend to like lose a bit of their consistency with how they eat. And they just like say, fuck and eat whatever they want, which obviously don't want because the thing is why i don't really like bulking is because the longer you bulk and you put on all this muscle like you're going to reach your body fat after a while where your hormones might not be optimal or optimized so your testosterone might be a little bit like lowered because you have all this on like all this estrogen flowing around your fat cells and the and when you do a drastic cut you're going to lose a bit of that muscle that you build because the longer you're in a deficit, the less energy you're going to have and the less output and performance you're going to put in the gym or wherever it is. So you're going to like lose a bit of your strength, which in turn, it's like, yeah, like it, it, it's not going to benefit. I, I really think it's just, if you want to, I think recomp or main gain is my best, my, my favorite way of kind of working out or dieting. But yeah, I don't, I I don't particularly. I'm not a big fan of the bulk cup, bulk cup because like it just goes from. It, it, obviously, if you do it right, it's grand. But to the unexperienced person, it can really like be. It can be horrible because like you're gonna feel like shit when you're like big and fat, and then when you cut down, you're gonna be ages in a deficit. And you're not gonna make any gains. You're not gonna like make any progress. So honestly, 
I think the whole like obviously get a coach like I I have a coach and he's brilliant but if you don't really know what you're doing I would recommend getting a coach but yeah and then like there's not really much like obviously cardio is important like cardio is a tool that you use to lose weight you shouldn't overly depend on cardio because cardio like if I say if you do hit cardio so high intense interval training that's involving like going 100% like killing yourself like it really messes up your central nervous system and will impact your recovery if you were to do weights so I wouldn't really recommend hit training unless you are an athlete already or you know you, you play a sport or whatever it is but I think if you're just like your overall goal is to lose weight or be bigger I wouldn't recommend that but on the contrary, I'd recommend a bit of uh, low intense steady state or medium intense steady state, like maybe swimming, um, you know, hiking, basketball, volleyball, kind of, you know, tennis. Even like I wouldn't recommend like like football as well. I'm not actually wouldn't recommend running that much because that kind of impact your legs. But just kind of stuff like that, um, like even just a lot like very non strenuous training, like cardio. Like it's obviously needs you know good heart you know lowers your heart rate you know live longer you know yourself but i think in my opinion like cardio you shouldn't overdo it like use it as a tool more so as a as a don't be dependent on cardio like if you eat like shit one day like just don't eat much the next day and do a little bit of cardio they don't need to like spend three hours going for a run to burn off like two slices of pizza yeah you know what i mean like it's, kind of, it's all about balance as well and yeah like and then if i was to recommend training like it depends on your goals as well like i was like if you're if you actually want to look good and not just like skinny or skinny fat or whatever i recommend resistance training because that's gonna like show the muscle and like mu- like resistance training like lifting weights is like the best way to build muscle like while yeah calisthenics and kind of body weight exercises and like running sprinting whatever does does have a slight growth on muscle i think the studies the according to science anyway like resistance training and doing compound exercises which is like squats deadlifts um overhead presses pull-ups benching rows yada 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 they're like overall the best bang for your buck for like maintaining a good kind of figure and after that like once you kind of follow those protocols like it's it's to make a training plan it's it kind of suits your needs so if you go to the gym three times a week you're probably better off doing like a full body kind of split because you're kind of hitting your muscle groups three times a week like two or three times a week is the rule of thumb of what you should really do with with hitting and body parts and training and if you're going four times a week do like an upper lower upper lower or if you're going five or six times a week you can do push pull legs upper lower um you can do push pull legs push pull legs but important another thing that's very overlooked is rest and i am a bit of a sucker for this because i don't really i don't take enough rest days uh, because i just love training because i feel like when i'm like at home i just sit really annoyed and sluggish and just like irritated that's why i like to go out and do shit but even if you take a rest day like do something like don't just sit in your ass like just go out and maybe do take a cardio cardio day or maybe you could just i don't know go go for a hike or go for a swim in the sea or you know whatever it is like for me i like to do rock climbing or boxing or swimming or anything like that when i'm not going to the gym that day because i'm still kind of getting my heart rate up a little bit but it's not really impacting my recovery per se and yeah like obviously 
if you know how to train yourself asking people don't like you can work off your own initiative but if you actually need help you're genuinely new to training i recommend getting a pt um like i have a pt just because like i have have a show and all that but like if i had to i could just train myself i can you know like i i I am i can't fucking i can give advice as well because i kind of know what to do so I can give people advice and stuff like that, but I know myself how to create my own program. I know what works for me. I know what foods, I know what training, I know what works and what doesn't, but it's kind of like experimenting with different things. Like obviously I'm, I, I've had a few years now of training experience. So I kind of know, like if I know I need to change something, I can readjust. While if you're only new to this, you might not know as much. So it's best to kind of like just get someone to, kind of help you out really because obviously we all need a helping hand like it's not going to hurt our egos or no one really cares like literally no one cares if you need a bit of help or whatever because we all need help because you know we all we all start somewhere what's the saying it's like every every amateur or every professional is once an amateur and every yeah i think it's every professional is once an amateur like you know what i mean we all have to start somewhere and yeah and I, I, I'm kind of like I don't really have anything written down, so I'm like I'm kind of off the top of my head here. But is there anything else? I think I've said the main basics. Like, like what would I recommend? Um, like post workout, pre workout meal, like what supplements maybe. Like I could talk about supplements for a little bit. Like the only one you kind of really need is creatine, whey, fish oil, multivitamins because. Like, obviously, if you're on a keto diet uh, or you don't eat much fiber, fruits and vegetables, multivitamins will help you supplement. Like, supplement, like, keep in mind it's called supplement for a reason. You're not meant to supplement what you lack in. Don't be, like, relying on these things. And fish oil as well, if you're not a big fish person, because I know a lot of people absolutely hate fish. So that's good for your joints, especially if you're really into resistance training or, like, really active. It really will help your joints over time and creatine so that um increases your atp which is your adenosine triphosphate that's your like en- main energy source so it kind of replenishes like that energy that's lost so say for example you're going for um 10 reps or 12 reps or whatever it is on a squat well essentially when you start to fail at like nine or ten the creatine will kind of help you get that extra one or two reps and like a lot of misconceptions about creatine is that it makes you bloat and puffy and it bloats you. But the thing is the water is held in the, the, the way it holds water. It's, it's held in your muscle rather than like, you know, your fat. So it's actually not too bad. And like, there is another misconception that increased your DHT, which is reflected on hair loss. But I think there's been studies to prove that that's actually not really the case, but like, it's only like if you're going bald already, it kind of just speeds it up, but it's not going to make you bald. If you don't have the gene to not go bald, if that makes sense. And then whey protein, like powder, like I would recommend that for people because it's very cheap. Like if you compare like a hundred grams of whey protein compared to a hundred grams of chicken, like there's, you know, it's pretty conclusive that whey protein is a lot cheaper. But of course, like you'd rather have organic food sources as well. But like have whey protein if you want something sweet. Like if you want chocolate flavor, if you want chocolate, but you don't want to eat chocolate bar, just have whey protein instead. It's kind of, it's kind of simple substitutes, but it tastes the same, but it kind of goes a long way. And I know a lot of people hate protein powder as well. So just have it with milk makes it honestly a game changer. Like we have to keep in mind the calories in milk as well. And 
yeah, like body fat percentages, like a lot of people, you kind of, no one really, you shouldn't really get your body fat percentage because a lot of people don't get it right. A lot of people think they're skinnier than they are. But like for women, they, they're obviously going to be a bit heavier than men. Well, not heavier, but a lot, their body fat percentage could be higher because the role in, in, in society, not the role in society, the role in, um, their biological role of reproducing, like they're going to hold a lot more tissue and a lot, hold a lot more estrogen, which holds a lot of kind of um, adipose tissue. While testosterone, like your old testosterone, like, yeah, like the men should be around, they shouldn't be really lower than single digit body fat or double digit body fat because once you kind of get to the low territories of single digit body fat, kind of fucks up your hormones, messes up with like you feel like shit you really feel really hungry and your your body's just a bit all over the place so i think healthy for healthy man it should be around i don't know maybe 10 to 25 percent and then women that would be about 20 to 35 percent maybe for me but i don't know obviously if you have a you can dispute that if you want that's just kind of me going off my own kind of experience should i say and then Water, actually, yeah, water. Water is very important. So, I don't know, I don't know why I forgot about water, but water as well. Water is very. Um, trust me, I, I I used to be a sucker for not drinking water. I think, especially if you take creatine as well, you should definitely drink a lot of water. And like, how much do you need? Um, I I think if you exercise, I think you should need about three or four liters a day. I think two liters is fine. You could possible, but I think I think blood has is not going to be sufficient like obviously you can get water and fruits and veg and if you really don't like water you could just like have like flavored water or like a zero calorie drink such as like a monster or a sprite zero or fat club zero or whatever it is but i think it is overall just best to have water and i like you'll definitely notice if you, if you don't drink enough water you'll definitely notice drink like i know it is annoying having to pee more often but you will notice like your mood and your change of energy and like how much of a pep in the step you have like compared to when i used to drink what not drink that much water I used to be really tired and it's like groggy because i used to be training loads and loads and loads of barely drink water but now i'm like always have a bottle in my hand and a good habit I like to have is have have a big container that don't have a 500 ml bottle like have say a two liter bottle if you can because if you have that beside you at work or whatever you're more likely to sip away on it throughout the day that's just another kind of like hack i have for um for all of you out there but now that's water and then should you i don't think you should really bother i think that's definitely if you're working like you know with diuretics and all that wouldn't really bother like if you're not drinking water to make yourself look skinnier and stuff like that i wouldn't really bother with that because overall if you withhold water from your body it's going to hold more sodium and hold as you have no water your body needs water to to basically function so your body's going to hold onto this lack of water you have so you're only even looking puffier so it's best best to drink water so you flush yourself out so you're constantly it makes you look skinnier essentially Especially in the face, because I think face face weight is the most prevalent when you add weight onto yourself. And then sleep, sleep, yeah, sleep is another like if I were, if I were to put down like you know your food, of course, your diet, your food, your nutrition, and then your training that would be second, and then I put sleep. Sleep is another sleep is very very and and mental state like mental state is another important, but sleep as well sleep like i read the book and um, why you sleep with matthew walker and it really does like change your mindset and how you sleep 
Like I've only realized how important sleep is in the last few years. Like I, I you definitely, I think you know as well. If you're up to two in the morning and you're in work till, at seven, like you're not know how tired you are. But if you sleep for eight hours, like you'll know that you won't feel like shit. Like, and I think like you're prone to more illnesses when you don't sleep. And then you're not going to be as you're going to have to rely on caffeine. You're going to have to rely on all these different things. And then you get really bad food cravings, which of course, if you don't want to, if you want to lose weight, this is not optimal. And like, as your body's going to stress when you don't sleep, it's going to hold a lot more cortisol. It's going to like, that's your stress hormone. So like, it's going to like change your leptin and ghrelin hormones and yada, 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 you know, I'm getting all to the science of it now, but, um, yeah, sleepy, you know, so basically, long story short, get some sleep, even if, I, I don't know if this, I don't know if it's actually true, I don't think you can I catch one sleep, but when I used to, like, sleep, like, say, four, five, six hours, I'd have a nap for, like, an hour to catch up on that sleep, so I'd catch up on the missing hours that I had, that's what I do, I don't know if that's actually sufficient, but works for me, but, like, you shouldn't actually nap before when you train, because, it does like your body still kind of this deep kind of groggy state. So I think if you're tired before you go train, just drink caffeine a little bit earlier than you would normally like a pre-workout and stress. Yes. Yeah, stress is very underlooked while stress isn't the most important thing in the world. Cause at the end of the day, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you will eventually lose weight, but stress as well. Stress makes it a bit more stubborn to lose fat because cortisol stress you know it ties in together and then once you tie in stress with your other problems you're gonna like hold on like your body's in the stress where it wants to hold on to this fat because your body's like struggling to well the cortisol it is your stress hormone and so it's like hold it makes you hold water and make puts you put your body under tension so your body's not really thinking about losing weight while it's in a physical or emotional state and of course it increased your heart rate you know increases like your risk of diabetes and stuff like that so really just don't get stressed like i recommend i know i say it before it's not like a broken record but i recommend meditating and meditating deep breathing kind of realizing that it's not going to matter in a few days it's going to be fine like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is isn't really that bad to be honest and yeah um i think that's I think I'm going to wrap it up there because I'm talking for like 27 minutes without even realizing. But no, I will cut it there because I think I've talked enough already. This is my first kind of fitness podcast. So I'm going to just, I don't know, I might, I might elaborate. I might like kind of go in detail, like the role of protein and the role of, because I actually, like I have, you know, two courses done on, um, you know, nutrition and PTing and stuff like that. So I kind of, and I do know, I, I do have a good bit of general knowledge on that kind of topic. But um, yeah, no, if anything, like I can even, like if anyone wants to send me requests on what to talk about in regards to fitness or, you know, mental well-being, because I feel like a lot of my podcasts are like kind of human behavior and human psychology and stuff like that. But it's kind of nice to change up once in a while. But yeah, I will wrap it up there and hope to talk to you soon. Cheers.